You're listening to the We Talk Nerd podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Andrew. And I'm Rob. And uh, Jared will unfortunately be taking a uh, step down for now. He's got some things he's on to, uh, he has to deal with, so he's going to take, take a uh, step back from the podcast, but we're still here and we still have things to talk about, so I uh, just want to ask Andrew what he's been playing this week. Man, I got so many played so many games oh, yeah? so many games especially breath of the wild because i beat that in a week nice Did so all the extra that, stuff oh, in it now i didn't do any extra things what? no i mean i i got all the divine beasts you know i beat ganon that sort of thing but i didn't get all of the the coro seeds or whatever hey, no? spoiler spoiler what? those aren't spoilers good <laughs> seeds have ganon getting ganon the first time you ever <laughs> fight ganon. have you uh <laughs> have you built the the little city you can build no, there is a city you can build in the game. I don't know if who how many people know this, but there is like a sort of like a quest line to actually build the city. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, and did man. you get the motorcycle? I, no, I have not got the motorcycle. Well, you haven't played it then. <laughs> <laughs> you might as well say I didn't play Breath of the Wild last week. Well, I really enjoyed the game. It is a ten out of ten. It's a great game. It's, it's just it's one of my favorites of all time. I'll just say that. So I beat that, played that, uh, played a lot of Destiny 2 because of the update. And I'll, we'll be talking about that a little later, I'm sure. Um, a lot of raids, a lot of good stuff. That's what I've been doing. Cool. How about you, Rob? Uh, I've been playing this little indie game called uh, Sea of Thieves Beta. <laughs> indie. Um, mm-hmm. uh, had a lot of fun with it, a lot to talk about. I'll, I'll kind of hold my thoughts uh, for a little bit later, but... Um, yeah, uh, pretty much that, and a little bit of board game. Did did another uh, night of uh, Gloomhaven, which so much fun. Oh, so you oh, so you're playing Gloomhaven? I'm actually interested in that. I've seen that. Oh yeah, Gloomhaven's a recurring thing. We we have a standing night um, every every Monday night. We uh, we play. My only complaint is that it's kind of expensive to get into. Oh yeah, but that's really not a whole lot compared to some of the other games. So for those maybe uh, not familiar, Gloomhaven is a is a campaign board game. It's got a, a price tag of around $130, depending upon where you get it. If from. you can find it in stock. Uh, if you can find and it. I uh, I kickstarted it a little while back. So I was I was fortunate enough to get in on on that during the the hype train. But um yeah, great game. And um it's if you're into D D and you got some buddies that want to play, but maybe not a whole lot of time to, you know, set up campaigns or do anything else. You know, it's it's really easy to queue it up, play, and uh, you get loot, you kill monsters. It's a fun time. Sounds like a fun game. And uh, I actually uh, kind of kick-started my own uh, board game, like, enthusiasm over the uh, weekend. Oh, tell us. Yeah, uh, I picked up a little-known game, Catan. Uh, um, yeah. And I played that for the, oh, yeah. played that for the first time, so that's kind of kicked off oh, my... my uh, interest in these uh board games i've heard so much about from you guys yeah they, the gave, first, you the, they gave you the crack huh? gave me, it's like gave yeah that's right off the bat as they would say that's, that's the, gateway the gateway drug <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh no that's the crack yeah. so yeah i went katan's really i good. went to a friend's house and uh i played it for the first time we played with one expansion and uh afterwards after the very first uh round the first game which took like two hours i was like okay yeah, I'm gonna buy this myself. Then I did. The very next day, I went out and bought it myself, and I got the uh, five to six player expansion, and hopefully get a little game going before the Super Bowl this weekend. Nice. 
Did you did you guys play the seafarers? We did. They actually had uh, they had oh, the seafarers. Okay. That's such a good one. But they got the pirates part. The map we made was kind of terrible, and we didn't really do anything with the that <laughs> the actual expansion stuff. But yeah, it was t- oh my god, so much fun! I loved it. And my wife let. Yeah, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a, just yeah. a quick uh, pro tip. There's an app called Better Settlers. Mm-hmm. Um, if you download it, um, it will always make like a perfect map every time. Nice. It'll tell you exactly where the tiles need to go. So sorry, I'll let I'm you get back to it, but I'm uh, figure I throw that out now. It's Better Settlers. I'm gonna check it out. But yeah, my mm-hmm. wife, she's like, she's not a gamer. She's not really into the nerdy gaming stuff. But she loved it, and she like gave me the green mm-hmm. light to go buy. And she normally doesn't give me green lights to go buy gaming stuff. So it was, it's an addiction, man. Be careful. It was, it was fun. I liked it a lot. I know I'm already wanting to dive into some expansions, but oh man, those price tags. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now he's got to look into Seven Wonders oh, or Zombie Side no. or Zombie Side oh, or. No. <laughs> this is the gateway. This is the gateway. Yeah. yeah but... I'm glad you're getting into the board yeah, games. But... It's just a new craze. It's not new craze. It's just that it's been. It's kind of hitting like a renaissance, a I guess. Game. Like a lot of people are trying yeah, to get yeah. into it. Yeah, that's really fair to say. Um, actually, they uh, they're saying that millennials are picking it up more so than their parents mm-hmm. did, and they're actually the the main source for it. So I can see that. And if you look back, you know, in the eighties and stuff, like you had Monopoly and 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 games that were fun, but they got stale. Not very in depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's it's it's interesting because like you go look on Amazon for Catan, and it's like things are like sold out for weeks in advance. They're on their fifth printing, I think, yeah, of the game. Yeah, fifth edition, yep. Yeah. Been out for a while. Oh, Maybe yeah. this is our generations of local play. Remember when our generation of local play back when was N64? Split screen. You know, we local... enjoyed those. <laughs> yeah, the split screen stuff. Whereas, like, we, we did enjoy that. Really, like a lot. So maybe this generation's like, we need to get back yeah, into that. We don't so have, board we don't games have split the way screen to do anymore, it. so maybe we're going to make yeah. our own split screen. Yeah. Well, it's it's cool to play board games now. We have a uh, we have a place near us. I should I don't know how near, but um, they are a a bar pub, and they uh, they cater specifically to board gamers. Um, it's in Orlando. It's called the Cloak and Blaster, and you can bring games, or they've got like a hundred games you can play there. Uh, Ticket to Ride, Catan, um, Carson. Uh, was it Carson? Carcassonne. 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 I'm like, I know I'm going to say this wrong, uh, but tons of games you can just pick up and play while you're there. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to dive more into it. I've, uh, as you say, got started on crack, and now I want more. Right. <laughs> well, as we go week to week, I'll be looking forward to hearing. Yeah, nice. I'll hopefully get a, some lot of good games this weekend. You'll just hear scratching in the background. But uh, just... <laughs> Speaking of crack, I, uh, I restarted WoW. Um, I may have done so as well. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about yeah. why in like, just a second after we talk about CFE. Sounds like most of the internet joined you guys. It, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, they did. And I'll talk about that in just a second. But yeah, playing well, board games, and all that good stuff. But uh, I want to let Rob talk about some of that CFE's beta. Oh, like sure. a fun yeah, game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys managed to catch on Twitch or if you managed to uh, you know get into the beta. Um, I, I was already in the beta, but I went ahead and pre-ordered it. I'm, I was pretty well sold on it after the alpha and instead of playing it, some people decided to go ahead and data mine it and (laughs) they uncovered some interesting things that weren't really, you know, apparent in the beta, Mm -hmm. um, but could really make for an interesting game as it comes on. So probably the first thing that may make, uh, Brandon happy will be ship customizations. Yes. 
Yeah. So this, these are cosmetics. These are not, you know, for improving your ramming speed or your, or anything like that, but you are able to go through and upgrade the appearance of just about every part of your ship from the sails to the mast, to the anchor, to the bow, to the, like, it sounds like almost even the furniture inside the, uh, inside the like captain's cabin and, you know, below deck in the hull. So that's really interesting stuff there. I think it's going to be really cool. I, I can't wait to custom design my own uh, sail and, uh, you know, strike terror in the heart of people with a, like a kitty cat or yeah. something. The, the, the so. pixel pub logo. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Pixel pub be an excellent logo for it. So, yeah. So I think people are really excited about that. It's a chance to really take ownership of it. Um, besides those kind of customizations, you have customizations for your gear. Um, so you have, you know, different types of pirate gear you can wear. Um, different type of weapons. Functionally, they all seem to be about the same, but they are offering, you know, uh, some nice appearance uh, benefits. Yeah, from, from um, what I've seen, also... it's... At first, I wasn't sure how I felt about everything being on the same plateau and only for cosmetics, but it seems the way mm -hmm. the game plays, it would not be as fun if someone had an advantage over you. No, not at all. And, and you're not going to be limited to just, okay, you got the same gun everybody else right. does uncovered also in this in this data mining was that there are tons of different types of weapons including harpoons for ships which is going to be pretty crazy because i would assume you'd be swapping out cannons for the harpoons mm -hmm. but who knows like what kind of mix you might have in addition to that they're talking about the guns like everything that they showed in the in the beta was you have a sword you have a pistol you have a sniper rifle and a sniper rifle was new for the beta that wasn't i don't believe that was in the alpha uh, but they're also going to include uh, some other types of weapons, like a blunderbuss. Um, they're going to include a uh, flintlock pistol. Uh, they're going to have a whole bunch of other things that they're going to bring in. Uh, a hook you can fight with. What? A hook? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that's, that's what they were. They were just showing a ton of different things that they had, that they had found. Now, they didn't show any kind of like, you know, pictures or, or right. uh, art yeah, assets or anything like that. Yeah. They found entries in the code for these things. And probably one of the coolest things that they uncovered was a Kraken raid boss. Did I not call that? You did call like it two weeks ago. Speculated, but yeah, there you go. <laughs> now they're not sure if it's just going to be a hazard, like you know the storms come in and kind of mess up your ships. If the you know Kraken will show up and come and mess it up, or if you're actually going to be able to team up and take it down. You know, there are a lot of unknowns here, but the hooks are in the game for it, and. Even though I didn't really care much for Pirates of the Caribbean's Kraken, it's still a cool concept. Yeah, maybe with we'll the fight Davy Jones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so with with yeah. all of this news, do you do you did the pre orders like jump or did you obviously you pre ordered and yeah well, the I pre ordered grew yeah I pre ordered before the beta um, mainly because I ordered the controller and I thought you know, how lame am I going to look if I pre-order the controller and don't also have the game to play it with? So, uh, but <laughs> Smart it turns man. out, I think I did all right. And, and it sounds like Twitch agrees with me too. Crazy. They had, Crazy. at one point in time, a quarter of a million people watching a beta. It's crazy. And yeah. on average, they had nearly 85,000 people. And if you looked around, it was a who's who of streamers playing this game you saw shroud playing it. Played it you saw summit playing it yeah goth was out there co was playing everybody was the out co there. play it i know sure I, don't, 
I'm not sure if Coe did. I don't think he did because I know he talked a lot about how he heard it was bad and like didn't want to play okay. it. Okay. There's a lot of people doubting it. Uh, Lyric said after the first day, he goes, you know, I just don't know. But he played it every single day after that for multiple hours. So you they all had it too much. They all had crews, which, which was a ton of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they and they they specifically said though that with single player it can be fun, but it's not as it's not going to be as fun as if you had a crew with right. you. Right. And I would tell you this. Um, so. I'll get into a little bit now of how I felt about the beta because I, um, you know, I, I, I spent the the weekend playing. Um, I did play it in a, in a party. I played with uh, some pickup groups and I really had some good time. I've got some new friends that I've made. Um, we, we joined back up and did a, a duo uh, where two of us were going out and looking for treasure. It was really fun, very rewarding. Um, but I did spend a, a fair amount of time in the solo play just so I could, Kind of get a feel for it, like okay, how how is this? And what I found is that it's very difficult to just kind of chill out in the game when you're playing solo because you're running around like crazy, just doing a whole bunch of different things. You know, dropping the sails and you know checking the map and looking at your your compass and you know fighting off other pirates. So it can be very uh, very intimidating. But once you once you've kind of got your head around it, you can play in a group. You can play solo it's really anything's there for you. And I, and I would compare that to a lot of the looter shooter type of games and BR games that are out. It kind of caters to all those types. Mm-hmm. So based on that, you know, what's your guys thoughts about, you know, having a game that really I, shines with the multiplayer, but can also be maybe decent with single. I like to be critical about this game mainly because of the loot. You say looter shooter, but there's not a lot of loot. Let's be completely honest here. Oh, truthfully. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not. So but, with with a person, there is person, plenty of booty. There's plenty of booty. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of enticing customization that you can do. Mm-hmm. Which, if you want to stand out as a pirate, yeah, absolutely. If you want to go out and troll people, if that's what you want to do, is because you're a pirate. That's what that's what I see saw a lot recently on Twitch was a lot of trolling, a lot of PvP, and just a lot of that that sort of fun. Mm-hmm. But that's just the beta, of course. With this data mine, data mine stuff, I mean, yes, you have a couple of new weapons and stuff, but the end, there's no end game enticing for me. There's nothing, there's nothing enticing for me there, which is more, more the reason why, if if you think about an ongoing like service type of game, this isn't that, mm-hmm. right? This is just a. This is you're buying a game. You're you're gonna probably gonna play it for. I don't know. You said sixty hours. You probably get everything, and then what? That's what I like to ask. Well, that might be fair, but to be to also look at on the other side, we really don't know what the final content is going to end up looking like. I think it compares favorably to a battle royale style game, and I would say there's some people that get in and get right out, and we're like, did not like. Um, but then there's your people that are you know diehard Fortnite and PUBG players that are you know spending the time and grinding and beyond even getting the the customizations they're enjoying the gameplay and the you know the multiplayer aspects that's that's exactly what i got i got the adventure plus battle royale game this is this is what this is as well yeah so it'll entice people that like battle royale fortnite PUBG, that that sort of thing because all the guns and everything you can you can be expert at because i assume there's like a high skill level still Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then definitely that. 
Yeah. And then there's the adventure type, which you can go out with, go on the islands, find the treasure, bring it back. And that's sort of because it's a beautiful world. Really. Is oh, my God. It's that's I should have brought that up, but it is it is gorgeous. Some of the sunsets that you'll see and just the my God, the water mm-hmm. is so is good. Looking. It's it's sick. So really you're doing it for the, the experience of the adventure plus the battle royale experience that you can go out and go and, and get. You if you if you want to find it, you can find it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm with you. I think the single player shelf life is probably fairly limited. But for the people that find fun with it in their gaming group, uh, I think there's a lot there for them. I think but I am so looking forward to an update or something that says he, you, all your all your items has stats or something or like some all your customization does something different that sort of thing or maybe even a, a leaderboard of some sort i don't know and how I'm, they're going to do that yeah and i'm prepared to think that that may not happen what how about you brandon what, what would you say to something like that i don't i don't as, as the game stands now i don't see i'm doing uh stats and um you know getting new weapons and stuff that are like getting an upgraded um you know sword over the other sword I think it, I don't know, maybe along the line they might add in the, like, a, uh, maybe like events, like, you know, mini, like, like a raid, but not, you know, go like a timed event, you know, like holiday events. Like the Kraken, like you like said. Like the Kraken or, or something, you know, something like that. Holidays, yeah, um, for sure. Oh, I could see some holidays. They might, I mean, they mm-hmm. might add in at some point a quote unquote uh, end game, but as it currently stands, I, I also kind of view it in the light of a battle royale. And you're only going to see the types of updates you would see in those kind of games. I would like to point out that this would be the first open world pirate game, and it has no, it has no competition. So it will do good there. <laughs> it will yeah. do very well. Well, let's just say it may be one of the first, but competition is right around the corner. Yeah, I'm not sure when that's out though. Well, I mean, look, what's it called again? Be in, Black Sails. Uh, Black Sails. Black Sails. Uh, I. You know, it it's like you don't get to be the player; you're the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how that would. But it's like you're in like a like a armada, yeah. and you fight like other other groups. Yeah. So, and and you're right; may not be open I think world, more but like PvP. No, right. Yeah. Kind of a for honor, but on boats. Right. All right. That's what I'm thinking. Skull and bones. Skull and bones. That's what it's called. Oh, so there's another one then that no, I'm not. No, that's one. With. Wait, so. This is Ubisoft's one I'm yeah, talking Skull, about. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about as well. Oh, Skull, I I called oh it Black Flag was the Assassin's yeah, Creed Yeah, I think game. I called it the wrong yeah. Black Flag is Assassin's Creed game, but that, that's basically right. where they took this. Yeah, they took, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you don't have to look hard to see the comparisons there. <laughs> so exactly. much so that I thought the game was called that. Exactly. And it's one of those things where uh, I took with For Honor as sort of a Dynasty Warriors. Uh, I thought there was going to be more stats involved too and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was gonna be when it when it came out. I was completely surprised it was a PvP battle arena sort of sort of game. Whereas for Skull and Bones, it it almost looks like a battle arena for just ships. But they could it could surprise everyone and say you know because of Sea of Thieves they're gonna be like let's make this an open world third person RPG. I mean, who knows? Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see. I don't know where they are with it right now, and that's a huge pivot if they were PvP only, and now they're going to be open world. I feel like I well, we don't know. I feel, I mean, the only, yeah. I feel like it'd be hard to do with limiting, like, like you're not a player, you're like the boat, and if like an RPG element to that, it'd be really hard to do. But I don't know. I mean, they could try it. 
All right. So, well, you know, I don't want to take the whole podcast with it, but had a, had a great time with it. Um, looking forward to it. And I think you'll be hearing a lot more about Sea of Thieves as time goes on. It seems like the community's embraced it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This definitely looks like something that a lot of people are going to group up and have a lot of fun with. Yeah, I think so. So got a bit of a uh, talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you hear, you know, that we're right now in the, the year of the mammoth year of the in Hearthstone? In Hearthstone. Yeah. Year of the mammoth. Yeah. yeah kicked off with Ungoro and was kind of a, um, you know, that was their theme at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Well, they're doing a, an ultimate quest, ultimate competition for Hearthstone. And it, basically it's a way to wrap up the year of the mammoth and, and proceed to the next one, which no, I don't know what it's called. Uh, mainly because the winner of the year of the mammoth contest gets 3000 packs of cards it's a lot of cards that'll be the best stream ever that'll be a 48 hour stream (laughs) of just opening packs they get 1000 of each of the 2017 uh release um expansions so um that would be the ungoro uh, help me out here. Um, <laughs> There's the uh, catacombs and uh, catacombs and kobolds. kobolds and and, and yeah. wasn't the one before? What was the one before it? Lich King. Yeah, Lich King. Oh, um, that, yeah, yeah. And speaking of Lich King, the winner also gets the Lich King helm from Blizzard. Ooh. So it's a physical kind of a replica of it. And I guess they're going to be also distributing, they said, over 500,000 packs to winners, uh, daily winners across the event. So um, even if you're not the lucky player or unlucky, depending upon uh, how much time you have to unpack 3,000 packs, uh, you might still get a few packs uh, across some of the daily events. Yeah, that's good. I think they have a big uh, balance and change coming through this month. I think we talked about that a while back. Yeah. but uh, That's good. I mean, that's good. That's a way to get, um, as some people would say, this game is like kind of, it's gotten so hard to get into this game because it costs so much. It's kind of good to see them giving away so much for free. Yeah, yeah. well, I think you really got to to, to drum it up. Yeah. It's kind of- if I had some extra time, I'd be back into Hearthstone, but I'm really happy about it. And I, it took a little bit of time to do the free-to-play adventures now. Those are really fun. And they those are, are fun. good. They're really good. And, and I'm, I'm glad they're, they're, they're pivoting to that because before you had to pay 20 bucks to get into that to get the cards yeah. that are meta. Yeah. And then, you know, that that turns out to be like really disheartening because you don't you, you can't get those cards because you don't you didn't pay or play the adventure. Right. Now you can get those cards because they're giving you the adventures for free. Yeah, those are fun. Mm-hmm. I like those a lot. It's a good way to add some single player to the game. But uh yeah, kind of sticking with the theme of uh Warcraft uh stuff uh as we said uh People are playing World of Warcraft again. They are. Because the allied races are out. Yes. You can... Uh, I'm going to put a little asterisk behind this. You can play as the uh, Lightforge Draenei and the Void Elves and the uh, High Mountain Tauren and the uh, Nightborn if you complete the necessary requirements. So most people are yeah. probably doing the requirements right now. Um, I agree. Yeah, It's going to take some weeks. I think. Yeah. Um if you've played Legion enough when it came out and it got flying, congratulations, you also already got two races. Because the huh. horde races are extremely easy to get. Uh they're already kind of like tucked in with the flying. But uh, the alliance races, you're going to have to do all the Argus stuff. And if you're like me, <laughs> I haven't touched it. 
until yesterday. Same with me. Yeah, same with me. So I'm I'm looking at the requirements. It's it's crazy. Yeah, it's uh, from what I hear, you're gonna have to stay on top of it if you want to get it done. Like if you did like barely do it, you're never gonna get there. But uh, yeah, I agree. So I'm 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 still hyped though because I pre-ordered. Yep. And same. then I got the one ten, one ten boost. Mm-hmm. And I've been there's some reports that people are getting two one ten boosts, but I'm not sure if I. There's been so many issues. Um, there's been some issues. Yeah. yeah. But either way, I am happy with my one ten boost, and I did uh, I did make a another paladin because my other paladin's on horde. There you go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try him out. There you go. Make sure to make it on uh, uh the uh Sargeras for the clan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So when pre-orders came up, um. So many people pre-ordered it. They had to make a queue for their shop. So I don't know if this is like unheard of, but like you hit pre-purchase and you're like, oh, well, you're going to stand in line now to digitally buy this game. That's insanity. <laughs> like, and it wasn't just like, you know, fifth in line. It was like, I think I seen a screenshot of someone like a thousandth in line. Like it was, that's pretty intense. It brings back memories of the, uh, uh, the Draenor expansion when it came out and you had to sit in a freaking queue to actually log in and play. But yeah, and then like it at some point it stopped like it just shut down completely and you couldn't buy it at all because there's this like servers the servers fail. Um I uh, I heard someone say that one of the uh like a blizzard uh one of the blizzard employees basically just said everything's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> We're we're receiving too much money. Yeah. We can't process it enough. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good news for WoW players because you know they've been talking about how the game is dying off for the past probably ten years. Yeah. So, have you seen a, an uptick in players in your uh, in your guild? Um, I'm currently, um, just the, uh, I'm still not on the uh the, where the guild's gonna be. I'm still where it was because it costs money to move around, but. There's, I mean, it's just, it seems like the volume of people in general is pretty good right now. Like, I'm, I'm doing some old content, like, a couple of months old content that most people already have done. And there's still a lot of people out there doing it now because it's a requirement for these races. And, uh, um, I mean, you can, you can tell that the hype of just the purchases are, are enough to say, this is going to be very popular. Mm-hmm. This expansion is going to be very popular. And then the allied races in general is just another, it's like icing on the cake. Yeah. Um, it is. It's, it's crazy. And uh, my little insider, I guess someone's listening on the podcast, but apparently Sargeras is at high pop right now. So it, I think it's been sticking around medium for a while. And now it's at high pop. So. I think that's basically what like every server can hold. How many? I don't know. So don't know. maybe maybe like two hundred thousand. I don't know. But yeah. Either way, I think to answer your question, it's a lot. It's gonna be it's gonna be hype yeah. from here until the date. Yeah, which is good. the September twenty first of this year. So on or before they've said on or before they've done this yeah. with the I think the last two expansions and they pretty much come out on the the last date they give which is the 21st. So I would not get my hopes up for it coming out before then. But yeah, you can expect it in September. Um, And this little, before we move on from WoW, last little 
during, there was a Q and A. I don't, I haven't really listened to the whole Q and A, but so uh, someone brought up the uh, topic of more allied races, and they have confirmed that there will be Draenor orcs joining the allied races at some point. Oh, oh, that's cool. Great. So maybe they'll do more races. They'll, you know, they'll just be this a uh, constant going thing where they're periodically adding uh, these uh, allied races. Which in, I feel like that's going to be the meme, like with Spider-Man pointing at the mirror <laughs> Spider-Man. Like how, like if you're in a battlefield, like you're so used to like picking out like the big uglies on the horde, you know, and you know charging at them. But man, it's gonna be like looking in a mirror. Yeah, we're we don't we're not sure on which faction they're going to be for yet. Um, it could be. I mean, Jer- uh, Jared, I've talked to him earlier, and he's he's thinking they're going to be neutral. I don't know. I don't really agree with that, but they might be. They might be. They've done it before. They've done it before with Pandoran, so we'll see. We shall see. I'm excited. Hey. I think I think you're as excited as I am to even even get back into the raids that fun. I haven't covered yet. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm. I'll be. I'll be having some fun with with WoW and Destiny. I'm not sure I'm going to balance both, but <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Argus is a ton of fun. There's a ton of cinematics. It makes the game feel more uh, more cinematic. Like there's more story. Than it, like there's ever been before, and it's it's great. So the uh the lore behind uh, World of Warcraft is incredible, in my opinion. But uh, so I did have one question: yeah. is is there like any any guild or anything that someone could join and and play this game on? See, I'm not normally used to uh, making these announcements, but yes, there is. It's the uh the Bad Mama Jamas on the oh, wow. Sargeras server on the Alliance. So uh, yeah, you can message uh, not me right now because I'm not on there right now. But you can message uh, Blazers. Uh, you can hit me in the Discord, and I can point you in the right direction. Yeah, and some unofficial news too. We want to support the Horde too on Bleeding Hollow. Mm-hmm. I'm there. So I'm still either either one there. either one you want to do Horde or Alliance because it's it's a fight. Uh, and I know some people are really really leaning on their previous character either being Horde or Alliance, we can support both. Yeah, if, And bad, the Bad Mama Jammas are on both. If you're listening to the podcast and you're wondering, why is there beeping all of a sudden? It's because I'm getting my messages blown up about the uh, Horde Guild just being announced. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So, I guess it's it's no, it is, it is, it is official. As of, oh, it's official. As, of, oh, as we talk. So, breaking news. For people listening tomorrow. For the people listening tomorrow, this is uh, Cutting Edge. Nice, but um, yeah. So really excited about WoW, having a good time, and uh, if you haven't played, it's a good time to get into it right now. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, some other exciting news on release dates. Believe it or not, because I sure don't believe it, Red Dead Redemption Two will be out this year, October twenty sixth. Yeah. I was actually thinking it would be earlier than that, but it was surprised. supposed to already be out. It got delayed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it'll I, get delayed again. I'm very cynical and I'm like, it's not coming out this year, but, uh, they, it looks amazing though. I can't wait. I love the first one. Isn't, is it a lot of people are still wondering if the PC version is going to be the same. It's going to be the same release date. Oh, I can't God, imagine. If it's not, they, oh my God. History of doing that. So many tears. Yeah. So many tears. Rockstar has a history of not, has, yeah, has like, a, yeah, like years. Yeah, <laughs> <Between> GTA. <laughs> GTA but 4. did they say GTA was going to be on PC when it was like originally announced? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully we get. I the think same. they kind of assumed it. They've all been. 
on PC. Uh, start mm-hmm. on PC. Yeah. Hopefully it all. Hopefully. Hopefully, I won. Same. Yeah. Hopefully, it doesn't pull a monster her a monster hunter or and be delayed because I don't think I can hold out for it. I'll just have to go buy it on the PlayStation. I would have to as yeah. well. Because God, I love that game so much. I mean, maybe Rockstar's going with that. He's like, you know what? We'll release for console. And then two years later, everyone will buy <laughs> it again. It's, on it's PC. a pretty it's good fine. business model. I'm not gonna lie. It's a good business model. It's a good business model. For sure. Um, speaking of things doing really well in business models, the Nintendo Switch. It has officially outsold the Wii U in only 10 months. Oh, gosh. The Nintendo Switch has sold, to date, 14 million units, while the Wii U only sold 13 and a half. Ooh. In its entire lifetime. Well, which wasn't yeah, that Wii long. Huge disappointment, Which though. wasn't I mean, that that's... long. But to do it in yeah, 10 that... months is pretty intense. That's amazing. Because I felt like the Wii U was really a solid platform. It just... You know, it, it it really needed some more support yeah, from third parties, and there and wasn't a lot of interest. I think it in could it. have been something. No, but anytime you got a platform that has the Mario and the Zelda, and you know, but uh, and those type the, of games, we never got a a Zelda game for the Wii U. We got the remastered. Well, we did, but we got a Switch at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah. Afterward, I'm. Yeah. I think the Switch has done really well because of how strong the. Uh, the games have been right off the bat and you didn't have that with we Wii did U. we did get some ips though we got splatoon mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. we 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 progressed in the mario kart because that was it's, it is the best mario kart it, it is the yep. best mario kart yeah right yep and then it's really like i can think of right now <laughs> but i'm sure there's more <laughs> remix no the Z- remix xenoblade I, I think it was a very good stepping stone into the switch yes i agree so yeah, and they've that's happened before where they've had a a launch, you know, that didn't really do quite as well as they had they had hoped and led to more things. The GameCube for, you know, even though people have fond memories was considered a little underwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. It was but it's I don't it's either way, that's testimony to the Switch is uh popularity right now. Yeah, I'm enjoying both of mine. <laughs> Ooh, you oh, got you it. did. You went you got, and got the other one, huh? Yeah, well, now I have to start over again in Breath of the Wild. You know, it's a shame I get to uh, that's No, that you can again. transfer it over. Uh, I don't think that's no, out can't. yet. It's not no, you cannot. It's coming. So, I'm pretty sure you can. If it is, it's news to well, me. Well, either way, I'm doing it anyway. Yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> it's now that I've gotten... So I got, I don't know, maybe like 20-something hours in. Starting over, everything at the beginning makes way more sense. Yeah. Because... It it really like drops you in the middle of nowhere, and I don't I don't want to get like too much on a tangent, but it does. I, I don't know how you figure out anything in Breath of the Wild when you first get started. It's really a long time. <laughs> You're like, well, what's yeah, going they, on? Well, she's like, you've been asleep for a hundred years. I'm like, where did she say this? She didn't tell me this last time. Yeah, it's but yeah, you know, clearly it's pretty. <laughs> Wait, you can climb everything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me go up here. Wait, I can't because I don't have enough stamina. I do have to break it to you though, All Rob. That. Now that you own two switches in September, you have to pay two online service fees because that is when the switch will make its own Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus service available. So Yeah, we'll probably designate one of them as the online game. I really can't see myself yeah. springing for two uh two of those, but 
We'll see. But we'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Any news on what that's going to include? Uh, no, not voice I don't think, chat. I don't think they've really talked about a lot of the features. Voice chat, I know, is one of them. But they haven't really talked about a lot of it yet. It's weird that they'll announce the date, but then not describe what it's going to come Nintendo's with. really weird. Is that, is that weird? It is weird. It's a little weird. <laughs> okay. So, enjoy your free multiplayer while it lasts. Because once this comes out, uh, any multiplayer that's online will have to will require the online service after it's after it's out and you know that's probably in time i just yeah. i'm really i'm really curious to see how they'll compete with you know play, ps now and um or playstation plus and uh and xbox live with the kind of offerings that are there i mean is it going to be a 50 dollar a year service are they going to give be. free games you know, there, know there is no inherent voice chat that's easy to use you have to you know use your phone in an app so yeah, I don't you know what are they really providing. I don't think it'll be that much, um, but we'll see. Time, only time will tell. But uh, before moving on yeah. to the Switch, let's talk about the Switch. Do you think there'll be an upgraded version of the Switch like soon-ish? It's not. Well, I take that back. They do have a lot of reiterations of uh, their handheld type uh, consoles. So their handhelds, but they never did a console. Maybe we'll see. I'll tell you, I could see a larger screen switch coming out with a smaller form factor. XL. Yeah, I could certainly see that. I could see a maybe something that integrates a little bit more of a rugged controller scheme as opposed to the the Joy Cons. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I mean, I could maybe a better dock. I don't know. You'll see anything drastic, though. Maybe a dock where you can dock the switch and it's it goes beyond what it can do undocked. Maybe like a really powerful dock. I was. Yeah, I was really curious, mainly because I still see some people saying, like, I'm on the edge with the switch because of, you know, X reason. And then, you know, it, it's outsold so many and it's, it's, a, it's a magical system. But I think these people are maybe looking for something more, a little bit more. Maybe they're maybe. Nintendo needs to kind of grab that with a new version of it. Just just kind of throwing it out there. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to take a Switch and strap it to another Switch and use it like a DS. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. And it'll be the largest, heaviest, and most awesome DS there is. That, yeah. But, I mean, with all the uh, external graphic card and those kind of things we have going on right now, we could see that. I want a picture of that, Rob. <laughs> can you send me a picture? <laughs> I can recreate it, probably. <laughs> okay, great. But uh, yeah, and that's some other Nintendo news is that they announced that uh, they're coming out with the Mario Kart Tour for mobile devices. And that'll this be, is going to be interesting. Yeah, that'll be out uh, at the end of their physical year, which is in March, I believe, is when the start of the well, year begins. What do you guys think of the current mobile offerings from Nintendo? Some of them are pretty strong. So we, I can think of three right so we've got animal crossing which i have i personally have not played mm-hmm. we've got mario run yep and then you've got um pokemon fire emblem, go yeah, which, fire emblem. oh is fire emblem yeah. is also oh yeah, oh, so yeah. that's most pop- yeah, that's one of the more popular ones too i've been hearing all good things about fire emblem yep and i think there's actually another pokemon game besides go um of course not as popular or as good but um, I mean, just to answer your question, Animal Crossing has got a lot of well-received just it's nice. reviews in general. It's a really good mobile game. Yeah. Well, and I remember then, Mario Run being a little fun for a little while, but a, a bit maybe underwhelming. It doesn't. Overall. It's not a lasting game. Right. Yeah. 
And then Fire Emblem, I've only heard good things. Yeah, you know, I think I've I've heard of it, but it, it didn't make it on my radar. But maybe one I'll take a look into. I do like Fire Emblem. Yeah, but uh, Mario Kart, I feel like that will also drum up a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people playing it because who hasn't played Mario Kart? Oh yeah, it's like the easiest game to play and the hardest, right? And it's multiplayer. Yep. Out of all of these ones that we had already, I don't think is Animal Crossing multiplayer. Uh, yes, kinda. It's uh, you know, it's, sort it's, of. It's, it's MMO esque. Right, because you visit but like other Mario Kart, uh, Mario Run, you can... Mario Run was okay. PvP. True. Um, I don't know about Race Fire against. Emblem. I don't play Fire Emblem. Um, and of course, but like true multiplayer competitiveness, I think Mario Kart's got to have it. That, I think it will. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope so. If not, right. it'll be disappointing. But yeah, if not, it's gonna be a single player campaign. Which Mario Kart, you don't really do that unless you want to unlock characters. Right. So, we shall see. I want to throw blue shells at people. With, That's what I want to do. <laughs> with Nintendo. I have a feeling you'll be able to. Yeah. Perfect. Time will tell with Nintendo. But uh, I want to swing it over to uh, news that probably won't shock you. The microtransactions are coming back to Battlefront 2 sooner than expected. As in, with, probably within a month or two. Um, they're They're saying it's because of their low sales numbers. Uh, they needed to sell 10 million copies of the game, and they only sold nine. So Boo-hoo. they said, EA. because people aren't buying our game because of microtransactions, let's put it back in to make sure so we can sell more. This uh, makes no sense. I don't understand. Well, I think I think there was a bit of a bit of a strategy there. Yeah. I mean, if it's after notice, the holidays. It's been on. Yeah, it's been on sale pretty much since Christmas yep. Um, at about. 30 like 20 uh 20 to 30 percent off pretty much every week so those uh those 9 million copies probably were not full price sales i'd assume um i end up picking it up as well for i think 35 dollars i still haven't really opened it up yet to, to really look into it but um you know i don't mind loot boxes as long as they're done in a way that's you know respectful of my time and don't they're not predatory especially when you're talking about like for kids and stuff so hopefully they'll give people the avenues to play the game and earn the things that they want to fully enjoy the game and for maybe those that don't have as much time but still really want the customizations you know they'll give them that fair price and fair fair path to get to it but i wouldn't hold your breath this is ea so don't hold your breath so we'll see yeah, and uh, don't expect a game to maybe uh, uh, redeem it because there's not going to be another battle, another Battlefront in the series until after 2020 is when they said their next game will be due. <sighs> a couple episodes, 2020. yeah, 2020. Um, a couple episodes back, we talked about how Anthem was delayed. Uh, they have come out and said that it it will release in either uh, quarter one or quarter four of 2019. So either soon, so either soon or later. I read that. Have you even like? That's got to be a typo. They got to be Q one twenty twenty or Q four twenty nineteen. I don't think so. There's no way they're gonna say. That's basically like saying we're either gonna, you know. I think it'll be they'll either release it King Day or Christmas. I think (laughs) they'll wait till Christmas. To be honest with you, that's probably what it is. Holiday release, more sales, but uh. 
I think they're giving them. I would I would imagine that somewhere this announcement got a little botched and they really meant Q1 2020 to give them some breathing room in case they do miss the holiday right. season. But yeah. yeah, I can't imagine that they would push it to, you know, so soon. I'll be honest, a year from now is is pretty optimistic for everything that looks like the game's trying to be. Yeah, this is true. But uh, it was supposed to come out this year. And so in its place will be a new Battlefield game. So okay, they're going to, I guess, build a game from scratch. Which flavor is this one going to yeah. be? Like, is it, do we know if it's a World War II or World no, War I? No, we don't know anything. I'm sure they don't know anything either at this point. They're just kind of throwing things out there like, oh, we're going to put another game out before. I don't know. It's I'd, it's kind of disheartening to play, hear that. Yeah, I'd probably play like another, like a remastered 1942, but I, I bet they probably did that and I just didn't realize it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, I don't know how good a game could be if it's just being thrown together to take another game's release slot. but. Um, maybe some exciting. I am not news. surprised about the anthem, but yeah. I am more. I am more excited about the reason why they would say. Let's say. Let's say, for instance, this wasn't a typo, right? Yeah. Maybe they have strategies against other first-person shooters, maybe. which is Borderlands Three or more Destiny Two content, because let's say technically from a year from now, or not not a year in, in quarter one for Destiny Two, there's going to be the um. They call it a comet or some sort, which is basically like a huge expansion for Destiny 2. It's a possibility. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. Put my tin, tinfoil hat on, you know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's just because they, they need competition. Like, it, it, if they want to, if they want to take the competition away from Destiny, they need Anthem. And if, you know, other, other first-person shooters like Borderlands 3 comes out during that same time, they need to combat it too, right? They can't just wait wait another year and then everyone's playing borderlands 3 until till you know whenever whenever the, that game comes out i'm just kind of throwing that out there because yeah, if it yeah. wasn't a typo they have to have, have have to have a reason for it yeah yeah i agree but uh some this is could be some good news but it is just a rumor but microsoft is thinking about buying ea and valve and pubg so that could be interesting. Maybe Microsoft can turn around EA, but I mean that's a that's kind of like Disney buying Fox. That's a big move. I'll be honest. I don't think they got enough money. I don't think so either. I don't know. Microsoft has got some money, but they they they've got money. But I've heard it's not quite the you know deep pockets that it once was. Um, it is just rumors, I, of course. So. Yeah, I heard they were sitting on somewhere around 130 billion according to their cash sheet, which of course you know pocket change, right? Pocket change. But 130 billion would probably get you two of the three. Yeah, I don't see, in my personal opinion, I don't see Valve being bought out. Um, they're making so much money off Steam. I don't see them giving that up. Yeah, and, and PUBG is. I honestly, a lot of Twitch right now. I can right see now, PUBG so. getting bought out. Yeah, that one makes sense. I think they could do it, but but that EA wouldn't make together, sense. That's so much. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense mainly because it's coming out for PS4. They made that announcement already. <sighs> I mean, they can still own it, like PUBG too. I mean, you know, you know how it I is. guess Minecraft is on yeah is on uh, PS4 as yeah, well. Microsoft so, yeah, Microsoft owns that. So right. Um, but uh, EA stock has also reached an all time high right now. 
So the whole Battlefront 2 thing didn't affect their pockets one bit. Hmm. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, let's say it's a good news for the developers inside EA, maybe, for all development studios, because we want to see more good games coming out of them. Or they're just going to be like, we can make lots of money by doing scummy things. Well, or, or that. Let's be honest. Yeah. EA's been evil for a long time. <laughs> and this this is nothing new. True. Um, True. The, probably the only thing about it is that it was really high profile because it was, you know, another uh, company involved. It's very in your face. Am I, you know. Look back, man. I mean, you're talking SimCity. You know, requiring online connections because rough. of some magical cloud server thing that never really existed. That's pretty rough. Yeah. I mean, there's just every year you can see something EA has done to just spit in the face of gamers and, you know, and, and consoles and, and PC enthusiasts and whatever. And, you know, the fact that they're getting away with it. Yeah. Buy up the stock. <laughs> um, they got longevity. They there's do. not much there's not much consumers can do about it because they did the Reddit post. That's basically the whole entire internet blasting them. And guess what? EA stock is already a, you know it's it's still at a high. Right. So it's they're kind of almost invincible. Well, we'll see what happens here because they'll. It depends on how many people buy loot boxes. Yeah. It's back up because of the loot box announcement. And if they end up not really being able to push out what they think they will, then you're gonna see it reach an all time low. Yeah. And then a couple months later, it'll be an all time high again. Yeah. Um, but one, I want to do something special for one of our uh, listeners, Thrust. He's always asking about a recommendation in mobile gaming. Um, a game dev tycoon has recently come out. I don't know if you guys have played this on PC, but it is a great game. Uh, it's kind of about making games. Um, but it is on the you know Google Play Store and uh on I- iOS now. So if you're into mobile gaming, you got that. And uh, Old School RuneScape just sent out their very first 2,000 mobile uh, invite, like beta invites. So you'll see RuneScape coming to your phone very soon. That could be that could be great for people that are really addicted to that game yeah. because they're out there and it's been around for forever. It has. RuneScape is a is a a game that has staying power. I mean, we're talking about before WoW. Yeah. Um, somewhere around the time of like Ultima Online, RuneScape was around and. You know, it's they've been continuously listening to their their fan base. They've been you know supporting them and and bringing them along, giving them what they're looking for. I mean, the, you talk about a game that does it right. There you go. Yeah, there's a couple mobile games too that I mean, maybe you play this, Rob, too. Is Knights of Pen and Paper? Oh, that's yeah. a that's a great game, mobile game. There's and, they got the second one came out too. Oh, great! And then the Old Republic, Knights of the Old Republic, is on mobile as well. Yeah. So if you want to replay that, which I played, I don't know so how many times so I played that game. Empire, throwing that out there. Oh, great! I mean, this is a lot of mobile games now. So how's the phone experience though? The phone for, experience for games like like I played Kotor on a, you know, like a fifty-inch projection TV on an Xbox. How mm. how am I going to deal with it on my phone? It's not as bad. It's not I, as bad I as you think. I've watched. Yeah, they did well with what they were given, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. But it's the, more the experience. Anyway, that that game is more the experience. Anyway, yeah. It's it's a making very the light side, dark game, side. So, mm-hmm. okay. But, uh, I know we talked about Destiny a little bit earlier, so let's talk about it before we run out of time. Sure. Yeah, Destiny. Well, 
Destiny has come up with a release, uh, an update, as, pro- as promised. And you can also see the roadmap as described um, in today's today's This Week at Bungie. Um, it describes their roadmap for up until Season 3. So their patch 1.2.0 in May. And 1.1.2 was released, which was the Masterworks Armor. It was some raid rewards improvements, some quality of life changes. Uh, they fixed the Prometheus lens. That's some a lot of a lot of fixes, uh, and just some general. Basically, it's, it's it's good to come back to raiding, and that that's what's good about me. Uh, that's what's good about me coming back to Destiny because before it was more like uh, there's no, nothing really to do. I've maxed out all my characters, um, but when they released when they released this patch, there was incentive to go back into the raids. There was incentive to get Masterworks armor. There was incentive to get this ghost ghost shell that is pretty rare uh, from the raid from a raid boss, and it provides get this like a chance at bright engram drops off of bosses That's if you wear cool. if you wear this ghost. Huh. But what? first, you have to earn it. <laughs> first you have yeah, I'm to sure get it's it it's not easy huh it's not easy i've actually done six raids this week six raids and i have not seen one drop hmm. so that, that that is of six people inside all six raids and none of us have seen a drop so it's, it's kind of it's kind of pointing to it's very rare or, uh and or bungie is lying to you no like, i uh we have this but it's not really there. <laughs> no, we've we've had some some screenshots. People people have reported of dropping. Photoshop. It does it does exist. It does exist. <laughs> and I can't wait to get back in. It, it's just it's just that incentive, right? It's what we've been talking about before. Is what's the reason to go into rating other than the experience? Well, now there's reason to go back in there. And uh, I would like to say it's like a hidden thing that I didn't really talk about. Talk about, but there is improved. Um, this vat, like a vast improved um, chance at Masterworks armor and guns inside raids and trials. So to do endgame content, you know, you will get high-end gear and you'll, you'll be rewarded for it. So it's another reason to get back in there. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. But let's talk about more about the roadmap because it's really important to because I know they, I know they, they have stated before that they wanted to be more open, because they've been really closed off and in giving us updates previously. And I know, as you guys have mentioned before, like you, you guys aren't playing much of Destiny much anymore, right? Well, if like, I can just like pop in real quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I'm looking at this, and and I always, I always, I've been a little critical of Bungie in terms of you know, the transparency and. You know, you've got all this feedback from the community, a community that's really that cares and is very passionate. What are you gonna do with it? And I see this today, the the roadmap. I I look at it and say, okay, this is cool. Like they've shown me that they've deployed all these things in one one two. It looks great. I we're but what I'm not seeing yet, and I'm asking you, Andrew, because you as the as the um, as the guru here, what's the game changer coming out that's going to bring people back to Destiny? 
at the moment it's this is only these are only changes to maintain the player base right now i don't mm-hmm. i don't i don't i do not see a game changer in this specific roadmap up until season three i'll, I'll just okay. be honest that's just, is that that's the just, mod thing you it, think is going to change that or is it going to be no a, i actually think raid. it's going to be it's going to be the the raid layer mm-hmm. and the hopefully this is, this is the hope the in in good hopes of the mod changes like you said or, or the exotic masterworks because that's that really enticed me as well in the very end of may or at the very end in 1.2.0 is the exotic masterworks um those are the game changers i think that's going to happen in in the more near future but I, what's going to change destiny in general is the comet that's going to come out the real expansion basically the taken king for Destiny 2. That's what's going to change everything for Destiny 2. And that's what they're I hope that's what they're going to focus on right now. Um they they did it they did it before with Destiny 1 where Destiny 1 was like bland just like this just as as it's going right now and then the comic comes out and it changes absolutely everything. And I I like the improvements that I'm seeing now with num- number 1 their uh you know their openness to giving us what's going to be hap- what's going to happen in the near future but they're also giving us the the raid layers and these these little things here and there uh especially like like the mod changes and the 6v6 cool well yeah i think that's uh you know that's a lot of good information on it um maybe we can move on to the uh maybe some other the next topic yeah. and i know uh you <laughs> just kind of covered destiny to death there and um no, I'm good. Yeah, we'll yeah. Have some other things. Yeah, to do we're running too. <laughs> running close to end of time, but uh, just a quick uh, and a little bit of announcements, and then I'll let Rob talk about the comic stuff. But uh, if you sure. en- if you enjoyed Mister Rogers as a kid, there's a movie coming out starring Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Which... that'll play out, but it's... does he have a sweater? I'm of course he does. Can't do that without a sweater. And slip over shoes. And uh, thanks to some inside reporting, kind of, um, Cloverfield 4 is already done being filmed. Um, thanks to us for the info on that. And uh, yeah, that's so I guess 3 is done, 4 is also done, but no one knows when they're coming out. So Yeah, there's some, there's some discussions out there that netflix is involved in right you know maybe uh maybe one of the things that they're gonna do there uh netflix didn't buy anything at sundance this year meaning they may be spending their money on on other stuff in the past they've been very active at sundance but you know this sunday is the super bowl and people love to make big announcements during the super bowl so oh they love it next week we might have something to talk about so i'm sure we will that's really all i have to talk about yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some some movie trailers yeah. during the Super Bowl. They always do, and they're always great looking. Maybe we'll get so. a Han Solo one. This movie is like just a little over a hundred days from being released. We only have a one promotional poster. Like, At least you, you have to be lying. There's no way you're you're right about that. There's no way no. it's a hundred days away. Yes. I should be under a deluge of nope. marketing and promotional materials. You know, and what? I've heard nothing. Yeah, here we go. Let's see, Hussy Solo. He's looking it up. <laughs> He's I, believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Solo. What is it? May 25th this oh, year. 
Uh, it's just so quiet. You're right. No I mean, trailers. It's, maybe it's no teaser, posters, no teasers, no nothing. Hmm. Except, I think I'm going to pay my ticket to get in. Having seen no trailers or anything, I'm going to go in. They're going to be like, you just saw a really great movie. Go tell everyone else this. I feel that way. But we, like I said, <laughs> Super Bowl's this weekend. Gosh darn it. We love we'll announcing things. Yeah, if they just be... show a blaster and then say Star Wars, that's enough. Probably. <laughs> enough for everybody. <laughs> Star Wars. Like yep. The only thing we have is literally a black screen with solo and star wars story written underneath it and that's the only thing they've put out so far that's all they filmed you probably <laughs> they're flying by the by the seat of their pants here yeah they'll be done just in time to to for release day <laughs> but uh yeah that's it that's all i gotta talk about i know you have i'm looking forward to a doritos commercial yeah oh all right <laughs> have you have you not ugh, we're getting way off topic but have you guys uh have you guys not seen like the little tweet the teaser for it it's no, not, no. It's, so they just came out with the new Doritos flavor, which is Blaze. Um, and they, Blaze, yeah, and uh, they just came out with rip. a new uh, Mountain Dew flavor called rip. Ice. So they have uh, the promotional thing I just seen last night was Peter Dinklage and Morgan Freeman oh, are having okay. like rap battles, like Doritos versus Mountain Dew. Wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah, that does sound so great. if you get a chance, just look up. Uh, the like uh, the Super Bowl teaser for Doritos or whatever, and you'll see Peter Dinklage and eating Doritos and Morgan Freeman drinking a Mountain Dew, and they're like rapping at each other. But he already has the taco stand. He does indeed have the taco <laughs> stand. But, I mean, we beat him up and kicked him out of there. So yeah, maybe he's getting true. revenge on the uh, taco <laughs> world. <laughs> Could be. I like to see him bring it bring it up and talk about it. Yeah, but uh, we'll so, we'll see that during the Super Bowl as well. Yeah. So we've had some requests, y'all. Requests to talk about comic books. Which we don't talk about a lot. We really don't, but I feel like we talk a lot about comic book material. You right, know, we do. The movies do. And, and, you know, games and whatnot. So, yeah, I've uh, decided to take it on and uh, go back and, and read some, uh, some recent comics and uh, do a couple of uh, quick reviews, some quick hits, and some of the things that I've been reading. And who knows, you may hear more about as... Uh, you know, new movies and whatnot come out. So the one I decided to tackle this week is called Venom Verse. You guys uh, familiar with the Venom character from yeah, Marvel Comics? Of course. Okay. So you know the premise is that you know he he has this black uh, symbiotic suit that used to be Spider Man's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was separated from Spider Man and became uh, part of part of Venom, and they kind of uh, cohabitate the body now, and they. They're trying to get revenge on Spider-Man, and depending upon who's writing it, they go off and have other crazy adventures. And at some point in time, he was a guardian of the galaxy, so he's been all over the place. Yeah, they are making well, Ven- a movie. Yes, they are. I don't think it'll be Venomverse though, and no. I'll kind of explain why. Uh, so, so Venomverse, what they've the premise here is that there are multiple timelines and parallel dimensions for the marvel universe right so there's like infinite possibilities well in a lot of these other places the venom symbiote did not link with eddie brock the one that did in the marvel 616 the main marvel universe instead they have venom hulk and venom dr octopus and venom rocket raccoon venom ghost rider venom wolverine 
Venom Deadpool, and it just goes on and on and on. So you forgot uh, Venom Venom. Uh, they actually Venom Venom is the star of the <laughs> okay, of the comic, and he just kind of looking around. Everyone just keeps calling him like Vanilla. <laughs> so I would be interested yeah, when, into seeing this uh, Venom Deadpool character. Uh, it's pretty amazing. So and and there's a lot of other ones. I'm not going to bring them all up because some of them are a little spoilery. But it's pretty cool seeing Venom style remixes of your favorite characters. And the way they interact is pretty cool. Um, not everyone's got, you know, like web abilities and everything. It kind of enhances their own natural and, and supernatural uh, powers that they have. So you get a, at a bit of a different twist on it. It's written by one of my favorite writers, Colin Bunn. He's done a number of other uh, books that I really, really enjoy. Um, I would recommend this for fans of Spider-Man or Venom because it is, you know, so tightly woven into that universe. Um, and also people that are kind of into maybe a little bit wackier stories. You know, there's not a lot of realism going on here. There is a lot of craziness and unbelievability, um, but also some very cool things because what happens is these, these other Venoms are becoming corrupted by an unknown race that is transforming them into basically a hive mind of even more evil Venoms. And then, of course, there's the ensuing battle and craziness that comes from that. So it is fast-paced. The art is great. The writing is fun. There's plenty of jokes. And there's a lot of Deadpool in it. So if you're interested to see Venom Deadpool, uh, you will get quite a bit of that. So all in all, I give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's a good uh, spend of your comics money. And I would, uh, I enjoyed reading it. Awesome review. I like that. Thank you. Looking forward for the comic stuff because I, here's a question. If you can get into this really quick, how yeah. does one get into comics seeing that comics in general are vast? There's so many different arcs. It's very confusing at times. Where does one start? That's a great question. And if I was just jumping in, I would say go down to comicsology.com, put down your $10 a month for the unlimited plan, and you'll be able to read not every comic that comes out, but you'll have a backlog of like several thousand at minimum, probably more than that, like tens of thousands of comics you can read. And they've got a lot of collections, a lot of classic series, a lot of brand new stuff comes out that's, you know, if you're subscribed, it's it's free right off the bat. I happen to have a huge backlog of Comixology comics from before um, they, they even offered that unlimited. So I've got a bit more to go before I before I spring for the uh, monthly fee. But as soon as I can get caught up and, you know, start seeing a bit more of the um, a bit more of the series that I want to uh, read, then I'll be I'll be signing up for that. Um, much like board games, comics is a slippery slope. Once you read one, you really like it. There's another one for you to buy. So <laughs> it, it can, uh, it can certainly pull you, pull you in. Um, but I'm enjoying it. I haven't read, haven't been reading comics, uh, that regularly. I, uh, I'm trying to strive to read a series every, every week. And by series, I mean, basically it's a, essentially a 10 issue run that you review. So. Uh, Venomverse was five issues, plus there was the companion book called Edge of Venomverse, and that had uh, 
standalone solo stories of these Venoms before the Venomverse crossover occurred. Nice, nice. Cool. And for for people out there that want to get ahead of the Marvel series, I assume, you know, reading some some comics might just get you into lore more and get you pumped up for the next the yeah. next the next one. Yeah, Infinity War was a series in the early 90s, so you could know the premise of, you know, Infinity Gauntlet and Thanos and everything else and really fill in the backstories, you know, not some of the older comics they can be a little bit tough, a little bit cheesy to read, but um, there's plenty of good stuff out there. And depending upon your, you know, your interests and what kind of um, maturity level you want to read, you know, there's something there for you. Um, Watchmen is considered one of the best books written of all time. And it's a, you know, it's a comic. Nice. I think we've cu- we covered everything nerd this entire Better podcast from board games, mobile games. We are nerdy. That's for sure. It's great. It's awesome. I'm glad we have a comic section. But uh, Andrew, cool. go ahead and do your do your spiel. Yeah, so we added Mr. Froham on the crew of the Pixel Pub website. So yeah. you can see his information there. Stop uh, you can see you can stalk him if you'd like on Xbox or whatever. But I'm, I'm sure he'll ignored on my friend's request list. <laughs> <laughs> but then yeah, you can go to the crew on pixelpubgaming.com, check us out. That's all of our information there. Reach us on various tags. And I, I know Blaze has his Twitch channel as well on there. Um but Pixel Gaming also has, you know, our latest podcast on the front page. Um and then we have some blogs regarding like what's new new out there in our community, especially news regarding our very large and and growing Destiny Two clan, which is up to like seven thousand eight hundred or something like that now. That's like so, every player on Destiny, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh That's man, it's, it's rough. It's rough. And we're st- we're now with the new announcement that we're supporting the horde side the bad mama jamas we're just gonna make sure to keep pushing out there because this is a great guild and if you want to play and have a community what better way to join us in pixel pub all right i'll also bring up you can join us on other platforms as well um we also have the xbox uh club and when sea of thieves kicks off in about a month uh we'll be looking to uh Start up some uh, pirate groups through there. So uh, search for Pixel Pub uh, Club on Xbox and, uh, you know, send a request. It's open all um, same rules as uh, the other clans and the other groups. So uh, just looking to have a bunch of, uh, you know, good folks like minded come together and playing on Xbox. Yar. Yep. 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 Do you have anything else to add to that there, Andrew or uh, Rob? Nope. I think that's it for me. Okay, well, I'm Abop, A-E-B-O-P. You can catch me on Discord, uh, at the Pixel Pub Discord on the uh, We Talk Nerd podcast channel, always active in there. We'll see announcements, we'll have discussions, and uh, you might get a shout-out like good old Buddy Thrust. Um, We're streaming Thrust. since uh, <laughs> since Play, uh, Jared has taken a little break from the podcast. Uh, all streams from right now will be on the... Uh, Pixel Pub uh, Twitch channel. But uh, Jared will still be streaming every now and then on his own stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, still check him out. Uh, TBMJ underscore Blaze over on Twitch. 
and uh, make sure to check out the website, like Andrew said. And uh, yeah, if you I just want to hit us up. Yeah, up and I will time. try my best to get it on YouTube as every week. Try my best. Yep, 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 yep. But uh, that'll be it for me too. So uh, we'll see you guys later. See you. Bye.